Soul. Well, a very good morning to everybody out there. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine. That's right, welcome to another edition of The Breakfast Show. Alongside your boy DJ Val, how are you all doing out there today? I've got an absolutely diamond, uh, stellar award-winning show for you, I'm telling you. Got some really great music. Got to give props going out there, of course, to my bishop, Bishop John Anthony Francis. And of course, my co-pastor, co-pastor Penny Francis. They are indeed the founders and the visionaries of Ruag City Church. So I'm telling you, this show is absolutely lit. We got, uh, remember, bottom of the hour, we got our Bible reading. Top of the hour, we got our news updates. uh, Soul Food Daily Double, all that great stuff. Mr. Alistair V will be joining us from his remote location. I am telling you, we are going to have a great time in the Lord today. But as you know, we always start off with 30 minutes of relaxing worship music to ease you into your Saturday morning. You can listen to a sound when you're on your way to church. You can listen to a sound because I know that it Hey, this is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show.
Hey family, what's up, what's up? This is your friend and brother, Stevie Glory, a.k.a. Stevie G. All the way from Lusaka, Zambia. Whenever I'm in the UK, I love to listen to my man, DJ Val, on the Soul Food Gospel Show. Don't change the channel, stay glued. God bless. Declare it till I smell 
Laying down on 
my traditions I don't care what people say Turn away from all the routines Step into the mystery Cause Jesus, you're my hope of glory You have to be my everything Put away all my performance Letting go of yesterday I'm laying down all my traditions I don't care what people say I turn away
days, better days are here. Your peace and love will burn me, strength perfected in me. Better days, better days are some absolutely outstanding uh, worship tracks there to uh, ease you into your Saturday morning. What did we play? We played uh, Thirsty. That was by Biola. Ola Tunde featuring uh, JC May. And then we played Deborah. I love that track, you know. Hope for my soul. Lou Fellingham, Miracle or Not. Dwayne Morgan's uh, Jesus Only You. And that was Victoria Tunde. I am enough. Wow. We've reached the time for our Bible reading. As you know, uh, our Bible reading is taken from the Bible experience, which is uh, all uh, performed, I would say, by people of color. Let's be blessed as we enjoy, meditate on God's marvelous and miraculous word on this breakfast show morning. are reading from the uh, book of Acts 10 to Acts 14. There's a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered. Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. About noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven 
open, and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and immediately the sheep was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out, asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, We have come from Cornelius the Centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guests. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. The following day, he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I am only human myself. While talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with the Gentiles or visit them. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Three days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour, at three in the afternoon. Suddenly, a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts those from every nation who fear him and do what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him from the dead on the third day. 
and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them. Believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of the uncircumcised and ate with them? Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and then it was all pulled up to heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only among Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. 
news of this reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw what the grace of God had done, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the believers living in Judea. This they did sending their gift to the elders time by that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, It must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then left for another place. In the morning, 
There was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him. Having secured the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not of a mere mortal. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to increase and spread. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem taking with them prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me. Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. John was with them as their helper. They traveled through the whole island until they came to Paphos. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul, Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. But Elymas the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elymas and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. <laughs> From Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Perga in Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. From Perga, they went on to Pisidian Antioch. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. After the reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul motioned with his hand and said, People of Israel, and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. For about 40 years, he endured their conduct in the wilderness, and he overthrew seven nations in Canaan, giving their land to his people as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. 
after this, God gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave them Saul, son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled forty years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Savior Jesus as he promised. Before the coming of Jesus, John preached repentance and baptism to all the people of Israel. As John was completing his work, he said, Who do you suppose I am? I am not the one you are looking for. But there is someone coming after me whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Brothers and sisters from the children of Abraham and you God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. The people of Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize Jesus. Yet in condemning him, they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. Though they found no proper ground for a death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he was seen by those who had traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. They are now his witnesses to our people. We tell you the good news. What God promised our ancestors he has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. As it is written in the second Psalm, you are my son. Today I have become your father. God raised him from the dead so that he will never be subject to decay. As God has said, I will give you the holy and sure blessings promised to David. So it is also stated elsewhere, you will not let your holy one see decay. Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. But the one whom God raised from the dead did not see decay. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, wonder and perish, for I am going to do something in your days that you would never believe, even if someone told you. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy. They began to contradict what Paul was saying and heaped abuse on him. Then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. We had to speak the word of God to you first, since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life. We now turn to the Gentiles. For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. The word of the Lord spread through the whole region, but the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing women of high standing and the leading men of the city. 
they stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. So they shook the dust off their feet as a warning to them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and and went as usual into the Jewish synagogue. There they spoke so effectively that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed. But the Jews who refused to believe stirred up the other Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there, speaking boldly for the Lord, who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. The people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews, others with the apostles. There was a plot afoot among both Gentiles and Jews, together with their leaders, to mistreat them and stone them. But they found out about it and fled to the Lycaonian cities of Lystra and Derbe and to the surrounding country where they continued to preach the gospel. In Lystra there sat a man who was lame. He had been that way from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed, and called out, Stand up on your feet. At that, the man jumped up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in the Lycaonian language, Zeus, the gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul they called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of this, they tore their clothes and rushed out into the crowd, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We too are only human like you. We are bringing you good news, telling you to turn from these worthless things to the living God, who made heaven and earth and sea and everything in them. In the past, he let all nations go their own way, yet he has not left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their seasons. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your hearts with joy. Powerful are you, Hermes. Even with these words, they had difficulty keeping the crowd from sacrificing to them. Then some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowd over. They stoned Paul and dragged him outside the city, thinking he was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up and went back into the city. The next day, he and Barnabas left for Derby. They preached the gospel in that city and won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. After going through Pisidia, they came into Pamphylia, and when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down to Adaliah. From Adaliah, they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. On arriving there, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there a long time with the disciples. In 
inspired by the Bible Experience. government is criticised for its decision to close churches in England. The Law Commission recommends prosecuting so-called hate speech in the home. And LGBT lobby group Stonewall receives hundreds of thousands in taxpayer money. Hello. The government's decision to ban churches in England from opening for worship during the new national lockdown has been widely criticised. Boris Johnson announced the measure at the end of October, but many have pointed out inconsistencies in the regulations. The Institute called on the government to provide the evidence to explain why garden centres and universities can remain open, but churches cannot. Professor Chris Whitty and Sir Patrick Vallance subsequently admitted that evidence to support the measure is very weak. We haven't got good um, evidence on, on the exact value of um, each intervention on R. Uh, we produced a paper um, suggesting what that might be in different areas, but really said, look, this is not a, a very exact science at all. There is some very weak data to imply that, it's, that even if the place of worship has been incredibly good about being COVID secure, by bringing people together, people can congregate outside and do things which actually do lead to transmissions. But these are very variable, and I think a lot of this is anecdotal, so I think we should be a little bit careful about putting that out as a, this is a scientific fact, this is just reported behaviours. Over a thousand church leaders wrote to the Prime Minister to say they are baffled and dismayed by the measure and called on the government to reverse the decision. There seems to be a failure to understand that Christian worship is an essential public service. It is essential for the mental and spiritual health of millions of Christians. It is essential for providing the nation with the hope that Jesus Christ offers. 
The measure has also been criticised by a number of MPs, including former Prime Minister Theresa May, who put pressure on the government during a debate. My concern is that the government today, making it illegal to conduct an act of public worship for the best of intentions, sets a precedent that could be misused for a government in the future with the worst of intentions. So many of my constituents across many faiths have asked me to tell the government and the Prime Minister that collective acts of worship are essential and should not be made illegal by any government. They are an essential part of their faith and an essential part of their lives, and I ask the government to reconsider the ban on collective worship. The leaders of all the faith communities have written to the Prime Minister demanding evidence of how it is that people attending church services are spreading COVID. There is no evidence. I know there's no evidence. The chief scientific advisor of the government has confirmed there is no evidence. There is no scientific basis for preventing and indeed criminalising people of faith going to collective worship when they do so in a safe fashion, foregoing the right to join in a communal hymn singing or music to limit the risks of transmission. That goes beyond that which is proportional. Institute Director Colin Hart welcomed the widespread opposition. It's very wrong for the government to close churches in this latest lockdown. They've admitted as much that there is no evidence that COVID is spread through churches. Um, the chief scientific advisor and chief medical officer couldn't come up with a single scientific study showing that. So what the government are doing is very wrong and I'm delighted that it's had wholesale condemnation from across the board of national Christian leaders. In other news, a report by the Law Commission has said that people in England and Wales should be prosecuted for hate speech in their own homes. While there is currently a legal defence against police intervention in private dwellings, the government advisory body wants that to change. Institute Deputy Director Kieran Kelly noted that similar plans in Scotland have had intense scrutiny, but said the Law Commission appears to have paid no notice. Restricting free speech and policing acceptable and unacceptable views sows division and resentment. The government would do well to ignore this report. And finally, it has been revealed that hundreds of public bodies, including government departments and police forces, are paying thousands of pounds to join Stonewall's Diversity Champions programme. The scheme, which rewards employers who promote LGBT ideology, could be costing the taxpayer over £600,000. One of the organisations shelling out is the Crown Prosecution Service. It's paying the lobby group £6,000 a year for two subscriptions to cover staff in England and Wales. Spokeswoman for Safe Schools Alliance UK, Tracy Shaw, said, How can you be impartial when you are part of a champion programme which compels you to do certain things and behave in a certain way that contravenes women's and girls' rights to safe spaces? Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.
wanted to begin a discussion with your child about really difficult topics like protecting their bodies from unwanted touching but you didn't quite know how to bring it up or are you waiting for a convenient time when they're older well I have good news and bad news bad news first there's never a convenient time and whilst you're waiting somebody else might be speaking to them in a way that's unhealthy but the good news is that for £5 only, I've developed a musical resource just for you to help you approach the discussion in a fun, child-friendly way. It comes with a cartoon video, a karaoke cartoon video, a song track, a karaoke song track, an instrumental, lyrics, but most importantly, an activity and discussion plan packed with lots of fun activities and scenarios to help you discuss this all-important issue with your child. And the best bit is that they can play the song over and over again so that the message really sinks in. Larger packs are available for children's organizations and schools. So head over to difficultdiscussionseasysongs.com and the precious and private musical resource is waiting there for you. The Soul Food Show, Record of the Week. Just need to worship you, creator of the suns, the moon, keeper of the heart is true. You makes all things brand new. I don't need king of righteousness. Yeah, we forever exist. Hello, him, my strength and peace. Jesus, you're the one we need, yeah Jesus, you're the one we need Jesus, you're the one we need Cause there's none like, none like, none like you None like, none like, none like you None like, none like, none like you None like you, you, Cause there's none like Like, 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 like
Even before we did wrong, you forgave us Instead of our sin, calling us out, you renamed us Only restored by His grace, what a great God Never hold back, never retract, yeah, you reign God Even before we did wrong, you forgave us Instead of our sin, calling us out, you renamed us Only restored by His grace, what a great God Never hold back, never retract Allah, my saving grace Creator of the human race Spirit of the living truth Forever God you reign, good news Forever God you reign, good news Forever God you reign, good news Cause there's none like us, like us Every day from the time I open my eyes, I have a choice. I choose where my mind goes or remains. Every day from the time I open my eyes, using my thoughts and emotions, your misguided truths seek to entice me into thinking that you know best. On days when I'm focused, my thoughts propel me into my destiny, releasing an energy so strong nothing in this world can hinder me. When my defences are low, you lay waiting to pounce, planting lies and suggestions that drag me so low, it's hard to see anything good from where I stand. For years you were the boss of me, ruling and bullying me. For years you lied to me, telling me nobody loved me. For years you comforted me with words that only hurt me. Your intention never to let me go, but to steal my identity. But your mistake was to underestimate me, to believe you would always control me. You see, every day from the time I open my eyes, I have a choice. And today I choose wisely. Today and every day, I choose life and the source from which abundant life flows. Wonderfully and fearfully made, I am rich with vision, loaded with purpose. I am uniquely defined and I'm destined to soar. Choosing life over death, good over bad, positive over negative, I tear down your trophies, taking back my authority to think for myself, blocking all your negative mental strategies. I'm not just a conqueror, I am more than. 
I'm the head, not the tail. I'm a winner, not a loser. I decree and declare what my life will be like, taking direction from God above, from where my help comes from. I renew my mind daily in God and his word. I take captive every thought that carries your traits and your lies. Your misguided truths won't confuse me. Your unwanted suggestions, they don't fool me. Like a roaring lion, you seek to devour me. But as the child of a king, I will destroy you. I choose hope over defeat. I choose faith over doubt. I choose love over hate and truth over lies. Every day from the time you open your eyes, you have a choice. You choose where your mind goes or remains. You are stronger than you realize, beautiful inside and out. You are one of a kind, not a mistake, you are mine. You were created in love, uniquely defined. You are the child of a king. My dear child, you are mine. Every day from the time you open your eyes, I am there watching and waiting, never leaving or forsaking. Take your lead from me. Build your hopes on me. My dear child, put your trust in me. Every day from the time you open your eyes, you have a choice. Break uh, back from the uh, from the ad breaks. Uh, always remember, brothers and sisters, that you do have a choice, right? Let's do this one by Sam Adibanjo, featuring Sam Henshaw. Sounds like Sam Squared to me. Good morning and welcome to the Soul Food Breakfast Show. But yours, you will fight for me. The battle's not my but yours, not mine, but yours, not mine, but yours. You will rescue me. Say a very good morning going out there to uh, everybody who's joined us for this uh, this time of fellowship. Uh, it's time to hang out. Shouts going out there to Amicha. Uh, good morning. Shouts going out there to Avril Hall. Shouts going out there to Naomi Brown. Shouts going out there to my class captain. She is uh, 
always ever present. And of course, if you are new to the show, we do say, can you type new in the comments so uh, you can be identified? And if you're like most of us here and you've been around for a real, real long time, you just got to type young in the comments. And as we like to say, if you're hiding behind the privacy glass, commonly referred to as YouTube, you just type hiding. A very good morning to the person that's hiding called uh, DJ Susie Q. She's hiding people, so don't tell anybody that she's there. Sounds of uh, my dear brother Sam Adibanjo. I've known him for years, you know. And somebody I got introduced to really uh, quite recently, Sam Henshaw. Drag good, you will rescue me. So, remember what we do on, on this show is we kind of ease you into your Saturday morning, right? But, uh, just wanted to kind of like pick up if anybody wants to, uh, probably about half past, we will, uh, open the phone lines or open the message lines and, uh, we can talk about some of those news comments, you know. Time, let's do this one by Tola. This one is called Surrounded. You are here with your love watching over me. So we say, Welcome to Naomi. She is new. You are here through the stars, saying, Peace be still. Quick shout going out there to our elder Jessica. All around me, Lord, I see the testimonies of your faithfulness. So, uh, she's taking a little bit of a, a break this week. She's uh, had some things that have mounted up. So, uh, Lord, I see. Of course, we've got loads of uh, spoken word that we can put into the show. So uh, the slot remains there. She hasn't gone away. Just, you know, a bit like young Alistair V. I think she needs to take a little bit of a break to uh, address personal circumstances. You 
to say a very good morning going out there to her precious. Little Miss Precious, it is indeed her birthday. actually woke up singing this song you know you are here in our beautiful track by miss tola called surrounded been out for a couple of months but uh that's absolutely i don't i don't know why you know you just wake up sometimes with a song in your spirit right that was it man I did say if uh, anyone has any comments about the news items that we went through, then please feel free to, uh, you can WhatsApp me or you can put it on the screen. I think, uh, I've got to say, God bless uh, Miss Theresa May, actually, for, uh, for for raising the fact that actually, um, and, and, and probably a lot of people don't know this, it's actually a criminal offence for us to gather in church right now. So the the idea that we would gather together in a church building for a service is a criminal offense and i think sometimes we 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 actually miss the 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 essence of some of these things and, and 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 how things are orchestrated and how things are done but it's a criminal offense for you to be together in your church building to worship your lord and savior it's a criminal offense That's the bit that really got me. And when you think about the places that are actually open, that you can go in and uh, conduct your business, that is not a criminal offence for you to go to a place of worship 
which, um, you know, the government has this really big thing about, you know, mental well-being. But uh, as I think was pointed out in that um, news broadcast, and I say thank you so much indeed to the Christian Institute for everything that they do in, in really defending um, some of our, uh, our our causes and, and things like that. But it's really interesting that they, uh, you know, the one of the people that was speaking mentioned, you know, about our spiritual well-being as, as Christians. We already forgave the right to him, so we can't sing communal hymns and we can't do any of that stuff. You know, live worship was had, had already been removed. And now we now find ourselves in a situation where, and as I said, I just want you to think about it. And please, you know, don't think that, you know, DJ Vile is going on, you know, and saying that we need to think about breaking the law. But think about it, right? Whenever has it been a criminal offence for you to gather in your church building for worship? Whenever has it been in, in the years that the UK has been around? You know, when has it been a criminal offence for you to gather together? I, I I don't even think it was a criminal offence in the last lockdown, but I think they, they've now passed legislation and they've made it very, very clear that we, you know, we can't open for our own spiritual well-being which, you know, spiritual well-being and mental um, well-being, they all go together, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure under what law it, it's passed as a uh, thing, whether it's, um, you know, I'm not a legal person, so I can't really get into the legal wranglings of, of, of whether or not it's this law, is that kind of law, or however the law is. But the fact that there is legislation out there that has been passed that stops you from going into your church building together and worshipping, I think that is something that, you know... It is very easily slipped past and uh, you know uh, I, as i as i always say right i love the christian institute because there are a whole load of things that are going on you know that we're not you know we are just not we're oblivious to you know we're there thinking one way and there are these rules and these measures that are being pushed that you don't see the debates on on house of commons tv or you know if you watch parliamentary tv you don't see any of those debates you don't see anything at all like that they show you the highlights of something else you know it's brexit 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 or you know eu trade deals and all the other stuff um and you know if you are listening from all around the world you know i i know that you may not quite get where we're going you know when we say things like brexit but you know i i think you know as believers and i'm so glad that there was a, a thousand churches you know it's a shame because I know that there's more than a thousand churches. I'm sure there's a thousand churches just kind of like within, you know, a uh, within the London area. But, you know, a thousand churches um, uh, wrote in uh, from different denominations to say the idea that you would, you know, um, criminalize the act of worship, you know, is is really. And Theresa May said something. She goes, even though you're saying it's for a good reason now. But, you know, another government may come in and use this as a precedent to criminalize it for nefarious reasons, right? Thank you so much indeed. We've got Little Miss Precious on... So uh, Naomi says legislations don't apply to men or women. As I said, I, 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 you know, I know there's people that have this whole thing about, you know, this doesn't apply to me and that doesn't apply to me and that doesn't. And you know what? I know nothing about it, so I can't really comment about that 
as uh, I'm not a legal expert, but when you are banned from doing something with the threat of a fine. Then for me, it becomes a little bit more, uh, a little bit more serious. And uh, I, you know, I, I'll put something else out there as well because when the whole, um, you know, when this uh, uh, the first lockdown happened, right? If you remember rightly, they, they they then decided that people can do abortions at home. All right, so uh, you know, and again, I'm not advocating abortions at home. And then all of a sudden, that law or that um, uh, that legislation suddenly stayed in place. So regardless of whether or not there is uh, coronavirus or whatever pandemic that's going on, you're now allowed to do home abortions. So these are the things that you need to, you know, you, you, you all, you know, you pay your taxes, you all have the ability to be able to, those are the kind of things that you need to, you know, speak up about and, you know, reach out to your local MP and say, you know, I'm not happy about the idea that you've taken away, our, you know, our, our spiritual measures and how we can regulate ourselves spiritually because you as a government, you're not going to do that. But now you've taken away that facility from us. That's just my two cents worth. As I said, nothing too heavy, but I just thought I would uh, throw it out there because uh, if you're not careful, you know, a lot of people switch off when the news comes on. They just kind of like go past it and they think, oh, yeah, the news, you know, go make a cup of tea. But there's quite a few things in there, you know. Um, yeah, just, you know, just, just just always be aware. If in doubt, I mean, I would really recommend you going over to a, going over to the Christian Institute. They've got a wonderful uh, YouTube channel that they, uh, you know, they've got other things. They, you know, they go through the whole diversity issue and things like that as well. So, um, you know, I think it's a real good idea that we make sure that, we, you know, we're not just here looking in one direction while our, our civil liberties are being affected in other areas as well. Somebody quite rightly said garden centres can be open. Your church can't be open at all. And it, 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 remember, they said there is no evidence to prove that people are, are you know, both the both government, both the chief government scientists said there is no anecdotal evidence to prove that by you coming to church and obeying social distancing and doing everything else has allowed or con or or, or uh, contributed to the growth or the spread of the virus. think uh, men and women of God we just need to make sure that our voices are heard in this sphere as well and 
and if you really think about it, many churches, you know, they've struggled to open back up after this, um, you know, after the first lockdown and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we know a lot of things have gone online, which is all great, which is all good. But we are entitled to be able to congregate together, taking reasonable precautions to worship our God. minute that you begin to uh, categorize uh, the minute you begin to categorize a church in the same category as a restaurant pub bar and a club come on England man I think we do have Miss Precious. She was on, right? I think she's still on, right? Yes, she is. That is indeed the birthday girl. She's got a brand new track, actually. I think I will see if I can uh, slide it into a bit of the later rotation of the show. My cue time course tells me it's 25 minutes before the uh, before the top of the hour. Mr. Alistair V is uh, getting himself ready, having a cup of tea. Probably one of those green teas with lemon and honey that he likes. Very, very much. In, uh, he does like uh, herbal tea, that <laughs> young man. He's coming on with his own point of view. I don't know what he's talking about today, you know, but uh, we know it's going to be interesting, engaging, and uh, enlightening as well. say thank you uh, so much to our streaming partners out there the uh, people that keep uh, keep us going while we're off air live they uh, repeat and replay and do all that great stuff shout out to there of course to rack radio christian center conversation and music 24 7 shout out there to my bishop bishop john francis and of course my co-pastor co-pastor penny francis shout out going out there to the uh Soul FM team, Shogitos, GJ Jide, Miss Louisa. God bless you guys, real good. Matthew Branson and Cornerstone Christian Radio up there in the Blackpool area. Thank you so much indeed to my international streaming partners. They are Jam Vibes TV Radio and Network, based out there in South Carolina. Just going out there to uh, Throne Connection Radio in Kentucky and uh, Angel of Melody International Radio Station in Detroit, Michigan. I don't know why I did my mouth like that. Let's do this one, man. I love this track, man. You did carry me on. Carry me. Mr. Samuel Dixon. When I know fit carry myself, you did carry me, carry me on. When I know fit carry myself, from glory to glory Now so you they carry me From favor to favor Now so you they carry me You they carry me Carry me When I know it carry myself From glory to glory 
by Mr. Samuel Dixon now you they carry me oh God when all else fails when I look to my left and to my right I know it is you carrying me I'm going to do this one by Christine N this one's called The Great Physician Lord, you have been my life. My strength and my stronghold. When all hope seems lost. Now what can I give? Reminds me of a song, you know. Is it then the reason why I live? Oh, get me in a book, not cut a book. So very mighty. Yeah, is that a Massey, a Massey song? A mama, a Massey, a Massey. Uh, who haven't started your morning off to uh, get you politically charged, you know, but, uh, you know, I listen, you know, but by virtue of the fact that I've got to do the show, so I have to listen back and listen back and listen back and listen back. And, you know, I, I purposely chose that news over any other kind of news broadcast because... You know, th- these are the th- these are the issues that we don't hear about, but are so relevant to us as uh, believers. So, um,
you something else that you probably don't know, right? As far as I'm aware, I don't think they can stop. Um, there isn't any legis- legislation stopping you from demonstrating. So if you wanted to demonstrate, you know, and follow the social distancing rules, you're, you, you know, you're allowed to demonstrate, right? I have to take that one under advisement, Naomi. But um, you know, I, I think it's great that our leaders are uh, our leaders are, are fighting our cause. And I know that Bishop John Francis and uh, Co Pastor Penny Francis was part of the. Uh, I think it's the Faith Together group. So um, th- th- that includes other areas of faith as well. But. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering where the uh, thousands of people are who go to church on a regular basis, who all proclaim Jesus as Lord. What, 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 what's happening? As we proceed to uh, wake you up and ease you in on a Saturday morning, welcome to The Breakfast Show alongside your boy DJ. Mr. Alistair V is going to be joining us very, very shortly. But in the meantime, let's do this one by uh, Jemima. Beautiful track called I Will Sing.
sounds of Miss Jemima Payne. That track is absolute dynamite. Featuring uh, Mateus Ruaz. That one's called I Will Sing. I was going to say something else then, and it's completely slipped from my mind. I was going to say, you know, Naomi said, you know, um, something about Article 61, which, you know, I I really don't know how these things work in terms of, you know, there's some of these, uh, you know, there's a nephew of mine that's very much into this whole thing, and he knows what this kind of like law and thing is, and he, you know, tries to get around stuff by, you know, saying, you you know, you can't say that to me because under X, Y, and Z, that's not really allowed. But the tomb you face is not the end. He can roll the It'd be very enlightening if we uh you know, get a little bit more uh, a little bit more understanding in that I think. Jesus rolled the stone away. The weight of sin has kept you bound. It's really gonna say something, you know, and it's just completely slipped my mind. It's all Go back to watching those clouds, I think it will all suddenly come rolling back. it yeah i just remember now i know mr alice v is coming on as well but you know i was having a thought the other day right and i think i kind of said it on one of the shows right i i said um there was a lot of do's and a lot of don'ts and a lot of duns right and i said you know whatever it was that you didn't do in the first lockdown that you should have done are you gonna do it in the new lockdown (laughs) about it right i'm sure that you know in that how many months that we were in god probably said you know there's things that you should be doing things that you could have done opportunities that were potentially missed you know and if you did take them thank god Uh, if you didn't then you know but you know you almost have a second chance to reset and get things through even though you've got a smaller window but um don't do what i tried to do at the first week of uh the first week of the uh, lockdown which was uh charge up my netflix and uh Make sure my Sky Movies were set and thought to myself, yeah, here we go. Live again. I think after the first week, the Holy Spirit said, really, Val? Really? I said, yeah, really, you know. When Christ is in control, uh, his resurrection power can roll the stone, roll the stone away. He says, preach. So Naomi, I think what we're going to have to do is we we'll probably have to have a discussion offline, and then we are. Uh, you can educate your boy and uh, let me know where where this all stands as well. And also, you know, I, I think one of the key things in in some of these things is, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of theory that's out there, right? And there's a lot of knowledge out there, but I I love to know when things are practically applied and the outcome and how it really works. 
it's a bit like our bible there's a lot of theory you know you hear people preach and teach and there's a lot of theory that goes on but i said i i like to hear from people who have taken that word of god and that revelation they've applied it to the situation and then there is an outcome you know that's where you know there's fruit right because it should you know it should produce an outcome right so yeah just uh you know what have you done what are you doing how are you enlightening yourself now that you have a uh, another i mean we've got a, only a couple of weeks left i guess uh, I, I got a feeling it may well be longer but uh, you know what are you doing how have you uh what things did you do differently you know it might even be worth um, just reflecting on things that you know that you should have done that you didn't do right good to uh, reflect on missed opportunities you know so that you don't miss them again right yeah see that was the uh, you know and, and that was the opportunity if if uh you know not n- not that if you what's the word i'm thinking of you know, it, it, it's not necessarily about looking um, for, for people to feel like, oh, my God, I'm, you know, I should have done something. You know, sometimes you just need to realize what could you have done differently? Because in this one, you know, if, if, if you're going with the same mindset that you're not going to do it or, you know, did you, am I making sense? I don't know if I am. I know for me, everybody knows my story if you've been on the show, you know, but I, I can tell you, if in doubt, you know, and it's funny, I was having a conversation about this with somebody, as I always have conversations with people. I was saying that, you know, if you go back, right, all you got to do, right, all you got to do, right, if, if you know where I'm putting my money, where my mouth is, right, go back and go and go on this YouTube channel or go on my Facebook page and see what I was doing a year ago. And before. First of all, you might struggle to find anything a year ago, actually. Um, YouTube's probably a little bit easier because it will show you the videos, but you'll see what I was doing in comparison to what I'm doing now. Heart and as uh, my guest that was on um, on uh, one of the late lunch shows last week said, I- she learned, had to learn a whole new skill set to a you know to accompany the fact that she was a worship leader that couldn't go to places of worship and do concerts and do all that kind of stuff so she then had to kind of like learn a new set of skills that would allow her to do what god had asked her to, i think i thought that was so deep you know I wanna see you most of the time we think this is the thing that we've got and you know you know that's pretty much it but you you know sometimes you have to widen your gaze in fact a lot of the time you have to widen your gaze in order to, for you to be able to do it I'll tell you this story right I know Mr. Alistair V is waiting in the wings but I'll tell you this story I met a guy I used to work uh, in an art gallery chain right and I met this he was from a place called Kota Kinabalu right which is in Malaysia um this guy was absolutely, you know, loaded when it, you know, if you if you think of money wise, didn't look it because that's not how they are, you know. But you know, he had a Porsche and uh, no, it was Ferrari actually. Had a Ferrari, custom built Ferrari for his wife, which the wife said, "Well, actually, I can't drive, so it's really for him." But anyway, so you know, that kind of money owned a hospital, 
all right, in um, in in uh, in Kota Kinabalu, and I think he came. He did come from a wealthy, you know, quite a wealthy background. Um, so, uh, you know, you you know, I'm an art, I, you know, I was an art dealer, so you know, kind of like you know, you're selling paintings for thousands of pounds to people. So you know, you got to talk to them and you know, kind of like l- learn a little bit about them. And one of the things he said, he said, um, I said, he, 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 I said, oh, so you know, what do you do? He goes, oh, I own a hospital. You know, um, I went, oh, okay, that's, yeah, that's kind of cool. And he went, yeah, 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 yeah. And he kind of like had a look, if, if I remember right, like, yeah, that's not it. And I said, oh, you know, what else? And he goes, well, you know, I, I uh, own a, a, um, an insurance company too. And I went, oh, really? He goes, yeah, because, you know, the people that need to go to hospital, you know, we worked out that they couldn't afford you know the procedures so we had to kind of like get an, an insurance thing so i got myself involved in insurance as well now remember the vision is just for the for the hospital right let's say that's his vision his main vision so i went oh okay oh, yeah cool 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 then he kind of like had another look i said is there something else he goes well yeah because you know within the insurance uh, area there was people that wanted to take advantage and commit fraud so then i had to have like a security and investigations company built up so based off one vision what i'm basically saying there, there are other things ancillary things that go along it along with his main vision that enabled that vision to be sustained and um that's kind of like what our guest was saying on uh on the late lunch show that you know she had no idea about streaming online as did i i had i, I knew nothing nothing about it before uh march 30th you know i'm a technical person and you know i used to do a facebook thing for my you know for my laptop direct and stuff like that but i I didn't have a home studio i didn't have any of that stuff set up and um in you know the 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 challenge that was out there was that god kept saying you need to do more you need to do more you need to do more you need to and even though i tried to resist i thought i don't really want to do video that means i've got to do this i've got to do that and i was really trying to get out from it because i said well i love doing radio and that's what i I, you know that's what I, i want to do i want to play music talk to people you know engage and you know reach out and stuff like that but you know, as Bit said, you, you need to do more. You need to do more. You've got to do more. You've got to do more. And, you know, I've gone from knowing nothing at all about this stuff to being very, very confident in terms of, and it's interesting because it became technical things that I do like anyway. Um, but now because it helps me to do this platform you know it's become part and parcel of my day in and day out and you know i i i say this to anybody at all you know you might write a book right there's a lot of people out there that write books and um i always challenge people on that you know when you write a book i say where's the audio version because everybody thinks it's all about print but the world is more than print right it's more than one dimension the world is 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 more than that you know and you know people write books and then you say well for some of us we struggle to read things, right? I love to hear audiobooks. The audio Bible is probably the best example of that. You know, we've gone through a whole year and we're back again in the book of, we started off in the New Testament, um, then ended up in the Old Testament, finished the Old Testament, then went all the way back to the New Testament. So we're starting again, you know, so I think we're going to finish a New Testament before the end of the year, praise the Lord. Um, but it's an audio version and you can see how it's done, how engaging it is, you know, but that's somebody thinking to themselves, well, for those that maybe struggle to read print, um, uh, maybe the people out there that are visually impaired, let's do an audio version as well to, you know, to, to accompany that.
So, you know, the, that's kind of like what I'm saying this morning to everyone out there, you know, just just try to be, you know, think more than just the one route to market, as it were. You know, there are other things that you can do and learn. And the, the thing is, you have to learn these things. And that's where we kind of like don't really want to engage, right? We've got to actually learn um, a new skill. I've had to upgrade myself and learn about streaming, cameras, internet, services, software. You know, I always have the biggest joke when I turned around and said, um, you know, one day I got this new software and you know it's, it's really interesting because when you're on this journey with god god speaks to you and i you know I'm, I'm not saying that god doesn't speak to anybody else but i bought this software and i thought yeah you know what i'll do i'll just take it nice the holy spirit said you got it today tomorrow you go live with this software there is no delay i went but i've got to learn it you ain't doing nothing so you learn how to do it so i had to go live um with this new software and it was a bit shaky to start off with but you know if you don't make that step first of all then you know you, you don't really have that place that you can begin to build so i would have lost so you know i thought i thought to myself well it's two weeks free so i use a two week free thing and then i'll take my time to ease myself into it but you know that time is lost you know not because it's free not because there's nothing else but that's time that's all lost because you know i if i hadn't have gone in so two weeks in I'm looking, I'm thinking, oh, I, I really know what's going on here now, rather than it being, you know, you sit back and you just wait for things and stuff like that. But anyway, I, I, I said enough. I need to get Mr. Alistair V on, I think. I just want to say thank you so much indeed to Avril Hall. She provided us with a lovely little, uh, uh, where is it actually? What was the, uh, our uh, soul uh, soul food thought. What did I do? Hold on. I've forgotten how she worded it. I, I'll let you watch this while I'm getting Alistair V and then you can see what it is. Okay, I got it now. It says, uh, are you fulfilling? I uh, know, actually, are you on track to fulfilling the purposes and plans God has for you? And uh, that is hashtag soul food for thought. Thank you very much indeed, Avril Hall, for sending that one in. Soul food for thought. Hmm. Right, let's get Mr. Alice over here, otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. He tell me I've taken valuable amounts of his time. Hold on. Is unable to. All right, 
looks like his line's busy. Son, good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Huh? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you now. You're right. You're okay? Yep. Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. All right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, somebody's blocking my stuff again, man. How is that possible? Yeah. All right. How have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Okay, all right. Let me allow you to introduce yourself and crack on with your subjects for today. Okay. Um, my name is Alistair V, which is short for um, Alistair Valentine, which is also short for Alistair Valentine Fadiomi, which is also short for many other middle names. Amen. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we can go, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I normally say something, you know, quite, you know, I, I was because I realised it was five past, so I thought, let me just shut up because otherwise, you know, oh. I, I'll jump into your 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 um, your airtime. So uh, go for it, man. Um, so I wanted to talk about um, Black Friday because it's happening next week. Oh, okay. And... You know, the challenges now um, people are facing with Black Friday since, you know, um, the um, coronavirus and the current pandemic going on. Okay. So, um, I just, well, it's, well, this is from BBC News and the title is uh, Black Friday Emissions Boomed Predicted. So, it's basically... Um, they're predicting that uh, carbon emissions will like spike by a lot on um, around the Black Friday week and weekend because now um, people aren't going to uh, stores. They're now buying on Amazon 
which obviously has to be delivered by vehicle, which causes carbon emissions. Okay, that's a very interesting standpoint. Very, very... Go, okay, go on. This has really piqued my interest. Go go for it, man. Tell, tell us what's happening. Um, so, it says, um, the Black Friday uh, shopping event will create a huge surge in vehicle emissions, according to, according to a report from the price comparison website, money.co.uk. Lockdown brought an online retail bonanza and the year and this year's Black Friday is expected to be the largest ever. But each delivery um, generates carbon dioxide so emissions will spike. It's made worse because of the concentration of demand to sort to sort in a space of time um, over and overloads the capacity of firms to deliver in the normal way. Many people expect their deliveries and next day, so, com- so companies have to hire extra drivers using their own vehicles, which often um, are much less efficient. Mm. Okay. And experts say a little patience from consumers would be a big help. The report says that same-day delivery is also a problem as it gives firms less time to consolidate um, orders on their route. The website survey suggested that 21% of people shopping online expect uh, deliveries to be cheaper on Black Friday. 55% expect um, the same and 3% expect an increase. The remaining 21% of people um, didn't think about delivery fees when ordering online. while 85% of um, consumers plan to shop for Black Friday deals, just one um, in 10 said that they would. They considered the impact of deliveries on the environment. Wow. I mean, do you, do you ever consider the impact on the environment when you order anything online, son? Mm. Not really. It doesn't mm. always... It's not like a... It's not like a thing that always comes to face value i think it i mm. think it's taken for granted a bit yeah. because i think we don't really know the like like everything has uh like carbon emissions like everything yeah in your house yep yep cause, yep. yep causes it but it's just things like for instance like when people were to take away any form of delivery service does um give off carbon emissions yeah 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 i i completely and you know the reason why i say that is because um you know i i i know for a fact um i've never really ever contemplated it until now and and that's the truth and well this is such a good topic you know well done again son so first of all the idea of patience you know, mm. before things will be delivered, it will be like 48 hours or, you know, you get it delivered in a week. And then someone say, oh, you can get 48 deliver, 48 hour delivery. And this goes across the board on many, many items, many, many things. It could be parcels. It could be you name it. Right. And then it then gets to the point where you, you get next day delivery, guaranteed next day delivery. You can specify a time, you know, if you pay more money. 
um, and you know, you now have same day delivery. So if you order it early enough, someone will come round. And I've I've got to be honest with you, you know, I've taken advantage of that as well. It's like you can get it the same day. I went, yeah, nice. I'm yeah. not even thinking about the impact on the environment. So. Yeah. yeah, but I, you know, I, I think it, it's that thing that people, that whole idea that people want things now, there, there's yeah. no waiting. You know, I, we want it now. We want it now. We want it now. Why should I wait? Why should I wait? I want it now, um, and mm. and that then plays out in, uh, you know, across these retailers and stuff like that as well. So yeah, I think. Um, um yeah, go on. So I'm just gonna continue. So. so website has ranked delivery firms on their attitude to carbon emission carbon emissions and it crowns uh, Royal Mail the most carbon conscious because of its um, feet on the street network of um, 90,000 postal workers each year the Royal Mail delivers around 1.8 billion parcels and it has trialed um, e-trike so, um, electric tricycles. Oh, okay. Like, I haven't seen one of them. Yeah, but it's, I've seen, I think, um, in some places in America, they do a similar thing. But I think it's more delivery-based because, you know, you can't, I don't think, with these e-trucks, you can carry much. Like, yeah. you can't carry, like, 50 parcels on one. But, um, Amazon is, Praised for the number of click and collect parcels, which prevent um, sorry, which prevents home deliveries while driving footfall to local um, businesses. UPS mm. is said to be doing the best when it comes to their number of electric or hybrid vehicles. Yeah, and then um, the Black Friday problem. Professor Greg um, Marsden from Leeds University Trans. Transport confirmed expectations of Black Friday carbon dioxide surge, but he said the actual numbers were hard to calculate because some deliveries replaced shopping trips in in town. Very true. Very true. The Black, the Black Friday um, problem is that retailers are created. Sorry, retailers are created a huge peak in demand, which needs to be met immediately. He mm. said. There's the same issue with deliveries of chocolates and flowers when it comes to Mother's Day. <laughs> I like that, you know. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on, go on. And then it says, um, Stephen Joseph, um, a visiting professor at the University of Hertfordshire, told BBC News, when it comes to measuring traffic, there's loads of data on cars, but um, we can see with our own eyes that many vehicles on the roads are vans. Mm. They need to be um, researched better and given more pro more prominence in policy. A report from the um, Resolution Foundation on balancing government book uh, deals with issue with the issue of vans. Mm. Um, it proposes a small tax of a few pence on each parcel delivery with an exemption for zero emission vehicles. So so who would, uh, I guess when, when it comes to the burden of the tax, 
who's gonna front, yeah, yeah who, who who would take on the burden of of that? Um, um, is it the I would, retailer or the customer? I would probably most likely think it's the customer. Yeah, I'm thinking that as well, actually. Because I think they're, they're, the, they're working into the cost, wouldn't they? Yeah. So it's, it's not like um, one of those things like where like you you order your thing, you, you order your parcel, you put it in your basket and then you're about to proceed to check out and you see this extra... Um, I think... I, 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 I think they just work it into the prices. Yeah. I, I think that's what happened. It reminds me, and this is a little bit before your time, when... Um, uh, when credit cards and debit cards became mainstream, um, mm. cash was king before that. Everybody paid by cash or by check. And then mm. what, what happened was because the credit card companies and the debit card companies had to pay a fee, they would turn around and tell you that if you're paying by credit card, you, you it will cost you more. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think bit by bit that kind of like went away. But, you know, I'm sure they kind of like incorporate that into your into the interest you know they've kind of like hidden that charge now it, 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 it's not as obvious you know but yeah. there was um but you know when, sometimes when you go to the smaller shops and they say oh um there's a five pound minimum because they yeah. have to pay so they want to make sure that they at least get you know five pounds worth of goods out of you if they're going to pay i don't know whatever the percentage of the taxes so um yeah just yeah re- really you know really interesting to be honest i'd never really given it any thought at all um in terms of that and um carbon emission i mean you know we you know we we have a hybrid car so i do think about those things but in terms of delivery you know when whoever mm. it is who turns up you don't ask oh is your car clean emissions vehicle is it electric and most of the people that turn up to be honest it's not and then the other thing is the food delivery so the food delivery stuff has gone absolutely ridiculous now right yeah, all those little guys on the mopeds and 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 stuff like that delivering food. Um, I, I think it, was, it had gone quite ridiculous even before. Um, but you got all these people out there, you know, racing around on on mopeds. You know, surely that's got to have some kind of impact as well. Um, in yeah. terms of uh, you know, people getting up and you know walking ten minutes down to the shop to actually go and get your food. I I know there's you know we're in a pandemic season but those companies like um you you know we say the name is just eat Deliveroo, uber eats um you know those kind of companies uh you yeah. know they you know domino pizza they make their money by this whole delivery thing and the quicker it can get there you know and you know i, I think i don't know who has a, a delivery promise but, you know, if it doesn't get there in a particular time, you know, you get your money back. So these guys are racing and revving their little engines of these things. So that's got to be helping to uh, impact carbon emissions as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it's just one of those um, things that isn't talked about. Because I was talking about it in, in my geography lesson about how the different different carbon emissions and how um, even if, for instance, um, an electric car was to deliver you your stuff, Mm. you still actually affect carbon emissions by the fact that the car was probably made and when it was made, probably materials, the materials that were used 
Yeah. Um, um, well, well, sorry, the machines that we used to make it uh, emitted carbon emissions and the product that you used probably had machines that also used carbon emissions. So it all, a cost to this big grand total yeah. that is kind of invisible to the uh, naked eye, per se. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, it's, you know, and these are the things that the climate activists are very, very aware of. And these are the things Mm. that they talk about, you know, all the time Um, that, you know, it's not just the end product. It's the processing. It's how that thing gets, you know, put together and then it comes out on on the market. I remember they had these. um, I don't know if you ever saw it. Have you ever seen the the, like the robot that delivers food? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they used to have those, um, you know. But funny, they always used to have a man walking around behind it. I thought that was kind of yeah. like a bit of a thankless job, just following this little robot while it goes out. But you know, they program, they put the food into the robot, and then the robot mm. will then come to your house. Um, yeah. And it, it, but it, obviously, it was electric. It wasn't like you know. So, but you know, even that, something's got to generate the electric to get it in there. And so, yeah. you know, there, there's you know, there's other ways there. But you know, I, I guess. I don't know. So I'll ask you a question and maybe, you know, some of our listeners out there would would have a comment. So do you think that if, um, like, if you were ordering something, right, and they said um, same-day delivery, carbon impact, maybe, I don't know, 2 3%, um, tomorrow delivery, 1%, you know, um, if you wait for three days, it will be 0.01% impact would that yeah. would that i mean you're a young person so that's why i'm asking would would you mm. say oh i'm gonna go for the later option because there's less carbon impact if that was advertised maybe on when you know when you see stuff uh i think it would depend on like if the the necessity of what I'm buying, say like, yeah, I don't know, like for instance, I don't know, my laptop charges just broke and I need one because I need to finish an assignment. Then I probably would go for the next day delivery. But if or, or if you had same day, you'd go for same day, right? If you yeah, could get same, same day. day delivery, and I guess the cost being staying the same, right? So you know, making. Well, whatever cost yeah same day deliveries or for some um companies and providers they do it for free from a certain time and all yeah. of this but it it all depends because i can need it there and then as soon as possible mm-hmm. or i could just need it in the next week and i wouldn't and i would be fine with taking the other option yeah 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 yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. You know what? And I, I'm just thinking in my head. You know, if I, I suppose it's different for food. But even with food, I suppose if you plan it properly, then you have the option not to get the same day delivery or try and look for an earlier slot to get things out of the way and stuff like that. You could plan it and maybe plan a little bit differently. But you know, honestly yeah. speaking, I don't know whether or not if I saw something and it said. I, I, I think the only thing that would make me maybe consider would be if the price was cheaper if I waited longer. So you have a standard price yeah. 
and then the price diminishes the longer it takes you to wait from not the delivery charge but let's just say the overall you know the you yeah. know, the, the the overall charge that might make me think well actually if i wait three days then you know maybe i, I save myself three or four pounds which you know I, I don't do carbon trading but it's like you know you, you've kind of like traded that you know your three or four pounds discount to make sure that you're you know zero point something percent more carbon neutral or carbon friendly i i, I don't know the environmental <laughs> terms that they use but i think that might make a difference but anything else i don't know to be honest i really really don't know and i'm being honest here you know really? if if it said get it today and it was the price that was advertised um then i you know i i I don't think i've ever seen anything at all that the price isn't the issue and i guess not to call out anybody in particular but you know amazon prime is probably the best example and um i said it's not we're not bashing amazon you know they're the biggest online retailer in the world i guess um but you know if you have amazon prime you know that there is never a point where you look at the Amazon Prime and you go, well, actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to get it in a week. Because that is an option on there. You can say, I don't yeah. want to use, I don't want to get it today. I'm happy to wait a week, you know, and it could be for different reasons. But I've never, when I had Amazon Prime, looked at it and thought, hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it a week later because I feel that there will be less of an impact on the environment. So, um, yeah, mm. very, very, um, very good point, though. So Black Friday is going je- <sighs> to okay all right it might the road might be a bit busy but since it's still locked down probably not yeah i i i i i I, you know i i i'm just wondering you know because they're already quite busy so i'm just wondering where this extra manpower is suddenly going to come from are there people just waiting for it to get like do you you get what i mean that they've already got their drivers they've already got their routes would it mean that they would well there's a lot of things that one could you know surmise or, or or think about but um yeah i think that's a very there's a very interesting point actually environmental issues and especially as us as you know us as christians you know how how are we in tune with what's going on in the environment are we thinking that you know even some of the things that we're doing you know the impact that we're making as believers you know how how that is becoming you know could be seen as a negative um you know negative uh, influence for example you know a lot of churches were doing um you know they do an order of service you know which is printed out you know and that's paper so environmentally you know, could is that something that you need? Is it something that you don't need? Is it something that could be digitalized? Mm. You know, I'm all quite. You know, one I love paperless simply because I don't have to look for paper anywhere. You can have it all on your computer or all on your phone. But you know, those are the, yeah. the, you know the kind of things you know consideration. You know, lights as well. You know, global warming. You know how how is that affecting stuff too? Um, through through what we're doing and. I think you've you've hit on quite a a, a vein of, of great information because everybody's gone online, you know. Yeah. Everybody's gone online, so that cannot you you know, I I you know the uh, the the consumption, the internet uses, everything is got to be generating a negative carbon footprint somewhere, right? Yes. Yeah. Very good point, young man. Very very good point. Thank you. Hmm. You got, um, you got something else? 
Uh, yes, I do. <clears throat> okay. Um, I wanted to talk about um, Dominic Cummings. <laughs> Your friend. <laughs> Not my friend. I know, but he's always, anytime you, you've got something to say about him, it's never anything nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, um, I think it's, yeah, today, um, Dominic Cummings has um, uh, left number 10. So now he's no longer the, what's his title? I think it's... Oh, he left? And, yes, he has. Oh, you won't be able to complain about him anymore. Eh, it probably still can, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what is... He's some, he's, he's some form of, um, senior aide, I think. That's what, yeah. that's what he is. He, he, he's going to remain an MP, right? So, regardless of him I, stepping out of the cabinet kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But um, it says uh, two um, of the Prime Minister's uh, most senior aides have left Downing Street for the last time after internal battles over their roles. Chief Advisor um, Dominic Cummings and Director of Communications Lee Kane um, will work out their notices at home following tension within number 10. Um, Lord Lister will be will become the interim chief of staff staff pending a wide ranging shake up of um, the prime minister team. Uh, senior Conservative MP David Davis said the PM uh, had taken decisive action. Mr. Davis, a former Brexit secretary, uh, said that the decision would have to be hard for Mr. Johnson but said it offered a chance to reset the government. Um, what I heard from this whole situation... Uh, wait, hold on, up. wait. Have you got, like, your own independent sources, you know, that you uh, can't name? <laughs> yes, I, I do have independent sources that I cannot name. But um, it, I think there's... Um, like on the news they were saying it I think there was a lot of backwards and forwards arguments between uh, Dominic Cummings and Boris Johnson which I think has I guess handled further this action on Uh, I thought they were friends you know I, I thought so as well but then um from Sky News and other news sources they're saying apparently they were calling each other liars and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it I don't know, it's not um You know what I think, right? Maybe what? he's maybe he's thinking of um maybe running for Prime Minister himself. I don't know who would vote for him is my question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, it's, not even, it's not even like in a like, like logically thinking about it because of what he did at the start of well midway through lockdown yeah actually going to vote for him like everyone's just going to bring it back to the situation 
No, but you know, it, it's the people that in his party that that could vote him in. Well, actually, no. In, well, if he did a leadership contest, right, then he could get Boris out. But I, I don't think anybody's going to be contesting anybody during this time anyway. But yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Just remind us, what did he do in the middle of lockdown? Those that don't know. Um, so, obviously, during lockdown, you're not... It was pretty, it was pretty harsh. You can't... Um, you weren't able to visit people. Mm. Um, uh, one hour of exercise. Can't do it with anybody else, though. And... Um, mm. Basically, that was really it for a lot of things. You're only okay. allowed to do essential shopping. But yeah. he um, decided to go, um, I don't even know where he went. He went to like his, I think, parents' house. Oh, yeah. I remember that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He traveled miles outside of London just to go and see them. And then I think... On, I think either when he was there or on his way there, the police stopped him because I think there was people had either seen him or <laughs> Rat, ratted him out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing at the time. The thing is, um, you know, if you see anything, you should report it if people are breaking the, yeah. the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It happens, they, the police tell him to um, turn back around. I think he ended up continuing. And then there was this whole thing up for debate. If he spent the night there and <laughs> if he stayed there and if he didn't. And then him coming back and then he wasn't in number 10 for a couple of um, days and he was back and now we're at this. So... Uh, okay, that's why he's uh, he's not really liked uh, that much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Fair play. Fair play. But um, he, um, so uh, Mr. Davis says that um, lots of my colleagues are hoping for a new uh, relationship, more openness and interaction with uh, Parliament, and I am told the Cabinet Minister is hoping to get more say as it is. Uh, sorry, say as it is where. Sorry, and um, I am told that the I'm told the cabinet is hoping to get um, more say as as it were in events. Um, the departure of Mr. Cummings and Mr. King comes as trade talks begin with the UK and the EU on future relationships. Future relationship reached as a make or break point with crucial points of. Um, difference provide proving hard to resolve ahead um, of a looming deadline mm. for a deal uh, the prime minister's official spokesman said that mr johnson oh. was um not distracted by the um row but was focused on getting the country through the coronavirus pandemic uh, other senior conservatives have welcomed the changes in the team surrounding the prime minister. Mm. Oh, so yeah, maybe this whole EU negotiation thing had a bit to do with it as well. Then, mm. um, as well as his, um, you know, the the other tensions and stuff that they've got. But uh, yeah, I guess. Um, but it was interesting because it's funny you said because I heard something on the. I, I don't 
tend to watch BBC News, but I, I, I don't, or any news actually. I'm not just BBC, any news like that. Um, but I'm sure that there was this thing that he said his his plan was already to make himself redundant in 2021, January 2021. He had already said that he wants to make himself legally redundant. I don't know what that meant, but Boris um, Johnson. No, 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 Dominic Cummings. Oh. Yeah, there was this, I think I saw it on, on like one of the news feeds that I was reading that he, his plan was to make himself, um, but I, I, I didn't read the whole story. So I think that's why I kind of like lost it contextually. Um, and you've kind of like added a lot of meat and bones to, uh, or, or meat to the bone on that one. Um, but yeah, he said to make himself legally redundant. So obviously I think he still wants to continue as an MP because that's a paycheck. Um, but in terms of him just being, you know, on the front line, always having to speak and stuff like that as well. So, um, well, um, I'm sure he's a really nice person if you get to know him. I just think that people hate him. Be- well, hate's a strong word. They they dislike him um, mm. just because of some of the stances he's had to take on some of the government decisions and things that have done. And obviously the whole him visiting his parents and the, the, the whole, you know, everything that goes around that. But... Um, you know, I uh, interesting, uh, interesting guy. He, he reminds me of um, the, he, he reminds me of there used to be. You won't know this. I, I can, if you do, then you know I'll I'll uh, I'll buy you a car. Um, there was a program. <laughs> yeah, you know how 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 outlandish the the offer is. Those that you definitely won't know. It was like yeah. So in 1932, you remember when? He's like, wow, 1932. Come on, Dad, you weren't even born then. No, no, no. I was mm. going to say um, there's a program called New Statesman, and it had I've forgotten the name of the. I think the guy's name was Rick Mayo. Was a comedian. It was like a comedian thing about number ten that used to come on as well but he, he he reminds me of of the main character there in the way that he talks he doesn't look he looks a little bit like him but he just has this kind of like air of being a bit you know a bit smarmy a bit you know sorry if anyone likes him out there i ain't trying to bash the guy i'm just saying that's that's what he reminded me of it seemed quite you know quite ironic that he reminded me of this you know satirical figure that was on on that tv show anybody that can remember that in the uk god bless you because uh, that was like back in the uh in the 80s i think or very very early 90s so yeah but uh anyway cool you got anything else or are you done uh no well that that was really it okay but uh, two very very good points so you know i guess if if you were to leave all right, forget the Dominic Cummings thing, which yeah. probably is. Uh, but I, I think the fact that you've raised the point about you know we could actually impact the environment by you know in a positive way if we stop getting like early deliveries and rush deliveries and same day deliveries, and you know it, uh, I guess if everybody took a conscious effort to do that, not just because of the whole Black Friday thing, but you know I'm I'm now really thinking in in my head as to whether or not. You know, I really need to have that thing arrive the next day, you know, or mm-hmm. can it take, but, you know, from our end, we can do that. But, you know, you would just hope that the companies take that on board as well. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And they, they, they take the necessary steps so that, you know, things are spaced out and, and there is less kind of like pollution that comes out there. But I think two, 
two very very interesting facts actually today um and uh yeah well done thank you so much indeed ready for your shout outs uh yes i am all right on your marks <laughs> get set go i'll give a shout out to my mom i'll give a um shout out to my uh, sister christine i'll give a shout out uh, to my um, aunt, Francie, Jenny, um, Auntie P and Auntie Chichu. I'll give a shout out to my cousins, uh, Malaika, uh, Michaela, Matilda and Ella. I'll give a shout out to my other cousins, Elijah and Elise. I'll give a shout out to um, my aunts on my dad's side, Auntie Olivia, Auntie Sonia and Auntie Minky. I'll give a shout out to um, uh, my grandparents in the UK and my grandparents in Nigeria. I'll give a shout out to um, my uh, cousins, um, Nathan, Faye, Joshua, um, uh, Kiara and Sean. Um, I'll give a shout out to um, my niece, um, Lanaya and my nephew, Naisha. And I'll give a shout out to my um, sister, Chevelle. <laughs> Well done, as always. There you go. I thought I'd throw that one in there. Just I thought that would make you laugh. Thank you so much indeed, son. I will definitely be speaking with you a little bit later on. But thank you very much indeed with the young person's point of view. Take You're care. Welcome. Speak to you soon, son. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. All right. So that indeed was Mr. Alistair V with the young person's point of view. As always, uh, I I just wonder sometimes, you know. Oh, sorry, that was a yeah. You know, I just wonder sometimes where he comes up with some of these topics, actually, because um, he he has this way of uh, being able to kind of like steer our brains in in different directions, you know. So uh, we really thank you, uh, Alistair, for uh, your contribution and everything that you have done. Uh, let's have a look. Q time course. Okay, I don't think I'm going to start Facebook again if it's gone off, Hazel. Uh, we'll leave it like that. But let me take the opportunity to. Uh, to reach out to anybody out there who doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Um, you know, climate change, you know, government change, there's all kinds of change that's happening. And wouldn't it be great if you took a change and changed your life by adding Jesus into the equation, right? So just think about it, right? You, you know, I think it was last week Bishop was saying that, you know, we have to evolve and we have to change. And, you know, if you don't change and you haven't moved on, then you're dead and uh, you know if you take that to a really on another level spiritually you need to evolve and um change as well and and the best change that you can have for your body soul spirit and for your mind as well is by accepting jesus and adding him into your life or allowing him to step into your life i think that is quite an essential uh thing we, we heard on the news the government do doesn't think that there's any point in, in churches being open to offer spiritual health and well-being to, uh, to, to the people of the United Kingdom. It's absolutely, uh, you know, it's, it's absurd what they're doing. But you know what? Thank God for stations like this. Thank God for churches like Rack Radio, um, sorry, um, uh, Rack City Church, uh, you know, and, and the wider church body for realizing that, you know what, having a faith founded in Christ 
is so important. And if you're out there, I'm going to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. There is some information running across the screen if you are watching uh, that will direct you to uh, my home church, Rack City Church, where I serve as an elder as well as a DJ on the radio station. Um, uh, and they will be able to continue and help you in that journey. But if you are out there, I'm going to ask you to bow your head and we're just going to say a very, very quick prayer of repentance, uh, prayer of forgiveness. It doesn't really matter the name of the prayer. What is important is that you say it and that degree of faith that you have the bible speaks about you having a measure of faith sometimes we don't know that we've got it but you're going to repeat the words and you go well i don't really know about that it's okay all right there's enough faith in there for you to have said it and then that opens the gates for jesus to really step into your life amen amen so if you're out there just repeat after me thank you jesus for loving me thank you jesus for dying on the cross for me i believe that you are the son of god and that you died and rose again to remove all of my sin past present and future I was a sinner, but now I wish to be born again. Lord, send your spirit into my heart to help me to stop sinning. I have believed in my heart. I've confessed out of my mouth. And upon my confession, I am now saved. In Jesus' name, say amen. So well done, well done. Welcome, 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 welcome to the family of God. I am super excited that you have joined the family of God. I'm excited that you've made that choice. And of course, you know, things are going to change. You know, the Bible even says that there are angels rejoicing right now because you have turned from darkness into light. And that's really the whole purpose of us being here. We're not here to swell church numbers. We're not here because we're after your money. We're after your soul. Well, we're not really after your soul, to be honest. We just want your soul to get saved so that we can all be up in heaven and having a great time celebrating and worshipping and doing all of that great stuff. We want you to be victorious as well. And one of the things about our Discipleship Care program is it teaches you all the basics that you need to know about this fundamental change that is taking place in your life. All right. And um, please go over to www.ragcitychurch.org forward slash new believer. Uh, when you go over there, register your interest and a member of the Discipleship Care team is going to reach out to you and uh they will invite you to come to the thursday evening classes seven o'clock uh, uk time uh in the evening seven o'clock p.m uk time you'll be able to uh, come to the classes you'll find out why it's important for you to get baptized so now that you've made that confession why is why is it important for me to be baptized what's the deal with the holy spirits why do people speak in tongues why is there 66 books in the bible and not 91 so many different reasons so many questions that you can ask plus a whole load more you know but please you know make sure you register your interest um and as i said you could be absolutely anywhere at all like i mentioned a place today i said kota kinabalu which is in malaysia you could be there or you could be from Singapore there you go that's not too far away as well so you could be all the way over there you know um, it doesn't really matter all you got to do is take your world time synchronize it with the UK time and you'll be in those classes as well I'm an elder at Rex City Church and I would love to know that you've made that uh, that decision and that choice for you to accept christ um i'd love to be able to pray with you i'd love just to know that you've made that decision right please email me if you want to uh soulfoodoffice at gmail.com alternatively you can whatsapp me and say dj val i'm in happy for you happy for you to pray with me uh, the number is plus four four seven nine six oh two one nine three double six i say it really quickly but go over to soulfoodgospel.com and you'll find a way to reach out to me i'd love to know based on what we do here that you know it's really made a difference in your life and that personal encounter that you you've been seeking for right that friend the bible says somebody who will stick closer to you than a brother is now available to you as you've made this heartfelt decision so i'm super excited well done welcome to the family of god yay you never let me go you never let me go
Actually, I should give you a round of applause as well, shouldn't I? There you go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the family of God. We are super excited to have you uh, as part of our as part of our family, man. We don't want anyone to feel alone, right? You know, in these desperate times, people feel isolated. Don't feel isolated. Rack City Church is a wonderful church, and even if you're not in the locale, right? Um, you know, we, you know, my. Rack City Church is well connected in other countries as well. So you may be a bit far away from us and you're thinking, well, how, how can I get to, you know, when things open up, how, to, how can I get baptized? Don't worry about those things. You know, we can find a local church uh, for you to be able to do that. So uh, distance is not the issue here. Um, playing I Prevail by Chevelle Franklin. Um, I don't know if anybody of you, uh, any of you heard the news, but um, her father-in-law, who happens to be uh, one of my friend's uh, dads, uh, has passed away. So uh, just want to say rest in peace to um, my dear brother, uh, Colin Watts' dad, who's gone on to be in glory. Um, I kind of like caught something on Facebook where she was at uh, the funeral service. You know how difficult it is in these times, right? Um, so uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to the whole of the Watts family. Um, for those of you who don't know that Chevelle is married to Colin, uh, Colin Watts. And, uh, you know, Colin for a long, long time uh, came to Rack City Church. And then he went off to, you know, create this uh, life with himself and his wife Chevelle Franklin so uh, we're really grateful for their contribution to Christendom and to their um, uh, and to Colin's father as well uh, died as a born again believer so we know that yeah, destination is, is set but we just want to thank God for his life come on help me sing by the blood of Jesus I prevail Um, I need to say this just in case uh, anyone's out there. I think I'll, I'll have to drop a video out there as well. Just to let you know that uh, the uh, show that is normally booked for tomorrow afternoon, which is a smooth worship show, um, we are not going to be airing that for the moment. All right. Um, I needed to clear some things and um, with the current schedule especially with the live stuff that we're doing with Salt and everything else so had to uh, take away the Smooth Worship show I'm sure I'll find a way to be able to incorporate that Smooth Worship in the other shows um, you know very similar to what we do across the six days but you know the the roster was quite wide and um you know i really needed to take a bit of time to uh um focus on other things as well so uh i know everybody's gonna kind of tune in and you're gonna be oh where's dj val so i'm gonna do a little video just to explain and you know i to be honest i i i, I just would you know, I, I I was toying with the idea of, of, of throwing up a repeat show and things like that or doing a show to say the end. But I just want to do a bit of a hard break on that one. Um, we do very, very well here at Soul Food Gospel. I want to say thank you to all the team and everybody who supports me left, right and center to make sure that we, you know, we broadcast and we have been broadcasting seven days a week, eight shows. Um, and um, at some point we knew we needed to make a change and we believe that now is a really great time for us to affect that change, especially with the live shows as well, doing the drive time show 
shows and um, we felt it was important that we affect that change immediately um so there will be no smooth worship show um in the afternoon on sunday but as i said that smooth worship element i'm going to find a way to be able to incorporate that on the other seven shows that i do or six six seven seven shows that yeah i was doing eight shows you know yeah eight shows so across my other seven shows i'm sure i'll find a way to be able to incorporate that into what we're doing right which means uh oh i do i i i believe if i'm not mistaken i do have some guests uh, planned for next week as well but i haven't confirmed anything with them oh dear but i know you guys tune in regardless it's not about the guests right it's just about you know enjoy the music enjoy the show enjoy the experience enjoy the interaction as well right? i think that is key here right we come together as a community and as i always say i can't i can't do this without you right i'd be in a studio all by myself if you guys were not there think about it think about it think about it about it So much indeed everybody that uh, has uh, supported the smooth worship show as i said that's a uh, one of my favorite shows but you know sometimes you just gotta be uh gotta have a little bit more vision sometimes you know so there you go that's my changes for uh, this lockdown so uh there there you go sometimes it's not about adding sometimes it's about simplifying mm. you seem to be in a very profound mood this morning isn't it <laughs> I want to say I woke up, man, and I just had so many ideas and thoughts running through my mind. I thought, wow, God, this is just excellent, you know. Yeah, so uh, that's my uh, that's my 10 cents worth, as the Americans would say. But yeah, I will record a placeholder in there so that in case... Uh, anybody uh turns up or uh, listens or, or tries to tune in then uh i might just do a live from wherever i might be you know so say, there's no show you know i want to kind of like lift uh let's, let's dance ourselves out a little bit actually thank you mr uh, you know fred Ammon, i love you but i just kind of like want to do a, a bit of a dancey 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 thing man Let's do some Shoggy Tosh in the building. Paradise say, Shoggy Tosh in the building. Paradise say, pop in my head, yo, pop in my head, yo. My father, pop in my head, yo, pop in my head, yo. Just look good, please. Pop in my head, yo, pop in my head, yo. And the Nemo is popping my head, it's popping my head. 
Curtis and shouts going out to everybody who joined us on Catch a Fire Friday. Right. Wasn't it lit? Those on right. Come into my paradise. I had a real good time, you know. I was hungry and you fed me. Huh. I was thirsty. You gave me a drink. Drink, drink, drink. I was homeless. You gave me a room. So amongst many other things, oh, don't forget as well, right? Uh, you can go over and uh, vote for Shoggy Tosh on the uh, Texas Gospel Music Awards. He's under there for a best solo artist and best gospel announcer. I've been voting. Don't forget to vote. Uh, so he's more than just a, you know, a DJ. He's, a, you know, he's got tracks, man. And I can guarantee you he's working on something else as well, you know. The trumpet can sound at any time, any time, any time. Love that bit, you know. Nobody knows. Nobody. So yeah, folks, just be encouraged, you know, whatever it is you're choosing to do or however it is God is speaking to you. Really, really ready for the trumpet sound. Do your due diligence, do your research. Make sure you know where you're going. Make sure you know what you're doing. Start off small, gather momentum. And he will give you the increase that you rightly deserve. That's right, that's waking you up now, isn't it? Write my name in the book of life. My name is in the book of life. Do you want me to do one more in that dancey, dancey, uh, dancey, dancey vein, right? Let's do this one, right? Because uh, I think I can do it. Even though it's not Catch a Fire Friday, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't your breath for me. Yeah. Sounds of my boy, Mr. Stevie G. You never give up on the fight, yeah. I am getting ready to go, so I, I would say if you uh, do need to stay at home, please stay at home. If you do need to go out, be safe. But most importantly, in this season, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. In fact, in any season, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. Take good care. God bless. I will see you all on Monday, okay? Sounds of my boy Stevie G. I'm going to let him dance us out, man.
Come on, come 